The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry. Today, we're here with Mary Jo Asmus of Aspire Collaborative Services. Mary Jo, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sherry. Happy to be here. Glad to have you with us today. In our last conversation, we talked about leadership, what it is and what it is not. Remind us again about your thoughts on leadership. Leadership is about people. Managing is about everything else. Right. <laughs> so it, that, that's really simple and it's not exactly accurate because they get meshed in to, together for a lot of people. But um, I would say that's generally it. That's, and you know a little bit about people and about leadership because maybe. you've been coaching for over 20 years. Well, actually 16 coaching. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. As an executive coach, you've coached people throughout West Michigan, actually around the world. I have. Yeah. Trained, accredited. You're yes. a coach that helps people who are leaders in organizations, whether they own the organization as an entrepreneur or whether they're a leader in the executive team or even a mid-level leader in an organization, people that want to improve on their leadership skills. Yes, absolutely. People who want to get better at what they do. And it's what you're passionate about. I am. You can tell by the smile on my face. Yes, <laughs> yes. And along the way, you have developed um, some thoughts and ideas about what makes a good leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the important components you've said before is stressing relationships and how important relationships are to being a good leader. Tell us what you mean by that, and, and how do you do that? Well, that, that R word is an uncomfortable one for a lot of people. Um, we don't talk much about relationships in the workplace because there's all kinds of con- interesting connotations that go with that word. But I often see the word connection used, and to me, connection is just surfacy. Um, I want to be honest. This is about developing true relationships. It doesn't mean you have to be a friend with the people who have a stake in your leadership, your stakeholders. Right. But um, it's really about developing relationships that are good and healthy and strong. It's probably hard for a lot of leaders to understand how you develop that strong relationship and yet don't be a friend. So how do you set the boundaries and establish what is appropriate for the workplace without going too far? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know how to answer that question except to say your gut should be telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you've gone too far. What um, about an example of what might be good or what might be? Um, maybe, um, uh, well, I have a client right now who, um, uh, is, needs to extricate himself from, uh, after work, uh, at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, right. because it's time. Right. It's time. Um, it's harder for people who have grown up through an organization because they know those people and they went to the bar with those people and they know their families sometimes. And, 
Um, so it's harder. But um, in order to lead, you have to find that fine line between being a friend and being a leader. Right. And the difference really is that um, I think you have to treat people pretty much, this is a hard thing to say, the same but not exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to, you have to dole out things equally to people and you can't play favorites. Right. Right. And sometimes it may mean you have to withhold some information right. or step back a little bit or sort of tame your tongue, put a lid on it. Or you might have or to you- give bad feedback to some or difficult, not bad feedback, but difficult feedback to somebody who was your friend if you grew up through the organization. Yes. yes. So. Which is really hard. I would think that that, that this would be, um, Putting the boundaries around being the leader and a friend in developing relations was probably hard for people who have been promoted from within their team to exactly. now being a leader of folks who had previously been their peers exactly. or coworkers. Exactly. Yeah, it is harder um, in that way. Um, but I will say that I have seen um, people come in from the outside into a leadership position and think that they're going to be friends with everybody. Doesn't work that way. No, <laughs> it just doesn't work well. So you have to find that uh, sweet spot between friendship and, or something else, even right <laughs> beyond friendship, and um, you know, being the leader, right? And still developing good relationships. Yep. So let's talk about um, what relationships are critical in order to get it right in order to be a good leader? What are the critical relationships that you need to develop mm-hmm. to be successful? Um, when I say stakeholders, um, that's that's what I mean. Uh, definitely um, your direct reports, because they're the ones who are doing the work. So the people who report to you and come into work every day and do the work that needs to get done, absolutely. Um, secondly, your boss, Right which can be hard sometimes to develop develop a good relationship with your boss. Right. So how do you do that? Well, you do the best you can. <laughs> you know, again, what kind of, of activities those- or things should I, you know, if I'm wanting to develop a better relationship with my boss, what should I engage in or I think you do that requires a conversation. Okay. Um, I, I think it's really important when you first come into a new position, whether through promotion or from the outside to sit down and say, okay, so how are we going to work together? You know, what are your expectations of me as your employee? Um, what do you expect me to do in the first six months or year, or whatever it is? Uh, what are the goals that you're expecting me to achieve? And by the way, how, how will we work best together? What's your mm-hmm. leadership style? Mm-hmm. You know, what, how do you lead people? Right. So having some good, honest dialogue at the very beginning absolutely helps with that. Or in the middle, if you have to. I was going to say, it's probably never too late, right? (laughs) It's never too late. Right. To start having those candid conversations. Good. Good. Who else are um, are critical? Yeah. I was going to say the one that kind of gets left in the dust is the peers. Oh. Um, And you know what? They have every bit as much to say about how you're leading as anybody else does. And guess what? One of them could be promoted any day to be your boss. True. <laughs> so yeah. developing good relationship with your peers in our highly um, complex organizations that are um, where the work isn't cut and dried anymore. Um, you have to be able to work with your peers. Right. So that's really important. And then beyond that, I would say in some organizations, it's important to develop relationships with a mentor. Perhaps, or with often those are people at uh, what what I call skip level or um, the level above your boss. Sure, uh, because in 
if if you're thinking that you want to be promoted within that organization, that's not such a bad idea, right? Right. Does that threaten your boss? I mean, how do you do that with the skip level, second level? Well, I level? think you either ask permission or it's accepted in the company. Okay. One or the other. Um, I'm running into more and more organizations who are actually encouraging that. That's great. With their high potential leaders. So it makes sense, right? You've got to get... Um, to me, all of it makes sense. But yeah. let's be honest, we, uh, you and I probably don't think like how well, everyone does. And when you're in the thick of it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's important. It, yeah. Yeah, that's important. And then you've got all your customers and your clients and all those other stakeholders that, you know, need some sort of relationship with you possibly. Right, right. So so the communication is, it sounds like, foundational and key to developing a good relationship I'm going to guess as much talking and asking good questions as it is listening and absorbing and reacting to feedback. I mean, talk to me about the 101 nuts and bolts of that. You know, that's such a great statement. I heard um, a colleague of mine say once that listening is a sign of respect. Mm. And that's something I'd love to talk to you about sometime, too. About listening and how important that is in the corporate world or in the business world or in our lives. (laughs) Right. Well, and as an aside, you know, I mean, I I understand that in what we do in the executive search business, I often encourage my recruiting team to listen to candidates and how much that helps us build relationships Mm -hmm. with the people that we work with and serve because in our world today, Everybody wants to be on a stage and be heard, but very few want to listen. And it's such a gift right. that you can give to someone in developing trust and understanding to just shut the mouth and open the ears and take it in. Yep. And it's, um, like you say, it's not, uh, it's not normal. <laughs> right. So, you know, you can stand out as a leader if you learn how to listen well. Great. So that um, is and a, that's it's a great way to develop those relationships because you're it's a sign of respect. You're showing respect. Right. So along with listening, you have to be able to ask questions. And you did mention that as well. And one of the things that um, somebody coming into a new position needs to do is to find out who these important stakeholders are and go out and ask them questions. Right? Right. You're not going out to sell yourself. Or to tell them what you do because you don't know what you do yet. Right. (laughs) You know, you don't have a handle on that. But you need to go out and listen to them and find out what it is they do and what they might need from you. Right. No, that's excellent advice. And honestly, that's probably carrying on throughout your entire career as you work with these individuals years down. I mean, you've always sort of got to ask for feedback and what they're needing now because our businesses change rapidly. Right. What they told you they needed when you started two years ago may not be what they're really needing today no. or wanting yeah. True. today. True. So that give and take, I would assume, probably goes a long way. Yeah, I, I definitely encourage um, leaders to um, set up regular meetings. It might be only once a quarter because that's all they can fit in or that's all that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but to set up re- regular meetings with those stakeholders why not? Right. Why not? Our organizations are so highly matrixed now. You can't work in a vacuum. Right. And you need those people around to to be there for you. Um, one of the things that we talk about sometimes is the Covey um, model of um, emotional bank account. Yes. So, you know, putting that putting that money into that emotional bank account by reaching out to people, by listening to them, by digging in and helping them when you need to. 
goes a long way when you need something. Absolutely. And it sounds kind of um, <sighs> selfish. You aren't doing it selfishly. You're doing it because you, you want to. Absolutely. But it just, it's, um, it's developing relationships 101, Absolutely. right? It's a foundational, basic principle that when you invest in someone else selflessly, right, you know, there'll be times that you'll need to to get help in return, it will be there for you because you've sown the seed, right? First, you develop right. the trust. I mean, it, it's sort of ironic that we want to be so collaborative in business today. But yet we're so poor in many ways at developing relationships, the very foundation for what it takes to have a successful collaboration, because you can't do that without people trusting and knowing each other right, well, right. right? I think there's been a real sea change in our organizations over the last 20 years or so that is that have made people um, reluctant or just uncomfortable with uh, developing relationships in the workplace. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of it's happening right now as well. Right. Um, it's it's that line that you talk, talked about. We don't know where that line is right now. It's kind of hard to find that line. Yeah. Uh, you know, when are you getting too close to that line and when do you step over that line mm-hmm. where it becomes something other than a work relationship? Right, right. Um, and so to give people credit, um, I think it's just a crazy, confusing, <laughs> uh, complex matrix of mishmash in our organizations these days. And people just, when you're in the thick of it, it's just hard to know what, where to turn. Right. And relationships are, can be solid. Those can be solid. Those can be a place that people can stand on, that they can go to. Yes. Yes. And honestly, can help them throughout the life of their career, whether they remain with the organization that they're at, at that point in time or move on. Absolutely. I'm still in contact with some of my colleagues from the corporate world, and they're still helping me, and I'm helping them when I can as well, because that's important. It is. It is. Absolutely. So what are the signs of when the relationships are working well for you as a leader? I mean, how how do you know when when you're doing the right things? or, Or maybe how do you know when you're not doing the right things so you know it's time for a change? I think um, that's pretty easy, and I'll just overgeneralize for the sure. sake of understanding. Um, it's easy. It's easy to be with someone. You know, there's there's no hidden agendas. There's um, honesty and truthfulness and uh, trust, as you mentioned. Um, that's when you know it's working well. When it becomes hard and it feels like you're pushing that rock uphill yeah. with that person, Um there's something going on, and that's when you need to step into a conversation. What's going on? You know, how can I help? Yeah, be brave enough to ask. Yeah, and that's not care normal. enough to that's ask. That's not normal, <laughs> right? You know, people it's, avoid it's a, conflict. Like absolutely, yeah, right? Yeah. That's that's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm always um, heartened when I have this conversation with someone and with a leader, and. Yeah. They, they're willing to do that. They're willing to say, I'm going to step into this conversation mm-hmm. and this is how I'm going to do it. That takes a ton of courage. It sure does. Yeah. It, you're very vulnerable when you do that, but I bet it pays great rewards. I think it does. Have, I have think, you seen well, that happen with some know, of your clients? It depends you've on how bad it is. <laughs> True. You know, it sometimes takes a long time to get back there. Yeah. You know, but, um, uh, sometimes not. Yeah. Sometimes not. Again, I think if you've put money in that emotional bank account, um, it'll be easier. Right. Right. So 
tell me what effect do good relationships in the workplace with your, with all of the folks you mentioned, peers, stakeholders, the boss, skip level leaders, um, your team, what effect do those relationships have on the ability to uh, attract and retain talent? Oh, for it's the everything. <laughs> it's everything. Um, kind of like we talked the last time, you know, um, uh, you can become a talent magnet, but you may not be able to do it on your own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got to have those relationships um, around you, uh, surrounding you and helping you and vice versa um, in order to attract talent. Right. I mean, just think about it. I mean, if somebody uh, wanted to know what it's like to work here and it's a workplace where the relationships are good, people are honest with each other and they appreciate the honesty. Um, they pretty much get along. There's always going to be conflict, but they're willing to step into conflict. I'd want to work there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it's interesting to note that most, uh, most hires in companies today, the largest source of hire is employee referrals. Well, employee good referrals. point. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that for sure. Yeah. And your employee, if most companies are being successful with their new hires through employee referral programs, if you don't have good relationships, teams that work together and mm -hmm. function and care about each other, they're certainly not going to refer family, friends, neighbors, etc., to come and work at the organization, nor feel like they want to extend themselves to make a phone call to somebody that they know in the industry yes. to come to work yes. for the organization yes. if they really don't care about helping you. Right, right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And in this tight job market, it's getting harder. Right. Right. Then so. say you bring someone in, if in the interview process, a lot of team interviews happen now. That's the way interview processes are happening, right? They're not always just one-on-one, -on -one, they're teams. Mm -hmm. If the candidate is sensing that there's not good synergy with folks around the table, that the relationships aren't good, or there's some kind of awkwardness, that comes across. That leaves them feeling unsettled. Certainly, our, if they accept a job anyway, and they come into the organization and find that relationships are fractured, broken, difficult. They may not stay. They won't stay, will they? Yeah. No. I wouldn't. No, <laughs> no. And, you know, honestly, unfortunately, in our business, in the search business, we talk to people all the time that want to leave organizations mm -hmm. because of a toxic environment with unhealthy relationships. And to bring it back to leadership, I would say that starts at the top. Right. You know, if there's, if there are toxic leaders at the top, it's going to trickle down. Right. You know, people are given permission to treat people any way they think they need to, to just stay alive. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And it will be costly. It will be costly. In the end. Um, one organization that I worked with had um, decided to bring in, I won't use the term, but they wanted people that would shake things up. Mm. Well, unfortunately, they ended up with a lot of people who were um, not very nice people mm. and put them, put them in leadership positions and they've had to redo. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, it really, really spoiled the culture and uh, made some really um, awful situations for people that were there. Right. So, um, yeah, I can see that. That makes all the sense in the world that uh, you want to retain a culture of um, good relationships, right? For attracting talent, absolutely. And though building those relationships, it really is all about building those relationships. It's a foundational piece yep. to good leadership and helping your organization run well and be successful in the long run. 
It is. And not only are you um, uh, doing that yourself, but you're also modeling it for the rest of the organization. You bet. You bet. Good point. Well, Mary Jo, thank you for being with us today on The Welsh Wire. If our listeners have questions about developing relationships or leadership or want to know more about executive coaching and how that works, how could they get in touch with you? Uh, Two ways. They could find me on LinkedIn. I'm the only Mary Jo Asmus who's an executive coach. There is another Mary Jo Asmus who does similar work, but she's not an executive coach. Absolutely not as good, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they could go to my website, aspire-cs, as in charliesnow.com. Excellent. Mary Jo Asmus with Aspire Collaborative Services. Mary Jo, thank you for being with us today. Thanks, Sherry. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.